Hi, I'm Catherine Free with God's Love Song Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, I have a question for you. Have you received a word for 2021? You know, 2021 is the year of... Or maybe you've received a word for a particular situation you're going through. Maybe it's a word about your family or your business or your finances. So now let me ask you this. Do you remember what that word is? Are you as excited about that word now as you were when God gave it to you? Hmm. Lots of times what happens when God gives us a word is that in that moment, woohoo, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. We're happy about that word. But then as time goes on, we kind of let it slip. We're not as happy about it anymore. Lots of times we even forget about it, you know? That happiness goes away. And Jesus gave us an explanation of why that is. It's in Matthew chapter 13. It's about the parable of the sower sows the word. In this parable, Jesus explains how the sower sows a seed and the seed falls on four different kinds of soil. And then he goes on to explain the spiritual implications of the seed falling on these kinds of soil. So first we've got the seed that falls on stony ground. I'm sorry. First we've got the seed that falls by the wayside. This is the seed that when it falls by the wayside, the enemy comes immediately to steal it. And Jesus says, this represents people who don't spend enough time with the word to even get an understanding of it. It's almost as if they let it go in one ear and out the other. They don't take time to grasp it. They don't take time to comprehend it. They're not even trying to hold on to it. So the evil one just comes and steals it away. Could that be what happened when you received your word, whatever it was? Okay, thank you, Lord. Yes, this is the year of my breakthrough. Hallelujah, glory to God. This is the year of my breakthrough, and that's all you did with it. Did you take time to study it out? Did you take time to pray over it? Did you take time to, to um, ask him to talk to you about it so that you could um, support it with scripture and continue to meditate on that scripture? Or it was just, ah, I just heard this from the Holy Spirit, especially when it comes to words that we received for the year. Was it just a clever cliche? Was it just a theme for this year, the cool thing to say, the feel-good statement of the moment, and you gave no further thought to it? Well, that could be a reason why it slipped away. Next in this parable of the sower, we've got the seed that falls um, into the soil, but it doesn't take root. There's no depth of soil. So when the sun comes and, sign, and, and shines on it, you know, it scorches. It scorches the plant that comes up and, you know, it takes no root. It develops no fruit. It doesn't do anything. Well, Jesus explained that these are the people who don't spend time. Um, excuse me. Yeah. These are the people who don't take time with the word to let it develop a root on the inside of them. They don't spend enough time with the word to allow it to create the image on the inside of them, to create a hope, to create an expectation, to give them the vision of an, of 
of an expected end. So these might be the people who read the scripture once and go on, or they might even memorize scripture and now they've got it up here, but they haven't taken the time to let it get in here. And so now when trouble comes or when persecution comes or when things come that contradict that word, because the word was just up here and we mentally assented to it, it's like, never mind, the word doesn't work. God didn't tell the truth. God didn't keep his word. And now we're mad at God, we're angry at God, and we're thinking that his word doesn't work. That's exactly where the enemy wants us. Did you know that? Because the scripture says that the trouble, the persecution, the affliction, they arise not for your sake, but for the word's sake. Because the enemy knows that he cannot afford to let you believe the word. Because if he lets you believe the word, if you ever get to the point where you believe the word and you'll stand on the word and you'll speak the word, he knows he does not have a chance. So he's going to do everything he can. So when you don't take that time to spend time with the word to let it create an image on the inside of you, well, that's no problem. <laughs> Let's send this situation that looks the exact opposite of God's word. Let's get them to believe that God's not going to keep his word. Let's get them to believe that God doesn't care about them. Oh, okay, the word was financial breakthrough. All right, let's throw up this unexpected bill, that unexpected bill. Mm -hmm. Let's let this break down and that break down to take all of their money. All right. Now they're going to let go of that word because they didn't let that word take root in them. Yeah, that's what the enemy wants. Could that be the reason? That maybe you're not as excited about a word that God has given you because you haven't spent enough time with it to let it take root in you. You're not spending time with it every day to let it become a part of you. Hmm. Okay. Also in this parable, Jesus speaks about the seed that um, is choked out by thorns. And these thorns represent the cares of this world, um, deceitfulness of riches. It, 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 it happens when we receive the word, but then we don't give proper value to it. We don't esteem it as highly or as, um, yeah, as highly as we ought to. So what happens is we've got the word over here, but then we've got, I want this car over here. So I'm going to go into debt and get this car instead. Or we've got the word over here, but then we've got our reputations over here. When we've got the word over here, but then we've got this care and this concern over here. And each time we put this one higher than the word. We esteem the cares. We, dis we, we esteem the, the riches. We esteem the things of this world more highly then we esteem God's word. And so these thorns, they come and they choke out the word and the word does not bring forth fruit in our lives. Are you caring more about the world's situations and, and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches? Or are you giving more esteem to those than you're giving to God's word? Is that the reason? that you're not excited about the word that God has given you? Is that the reason that you're not seeing the results of God's word in your life? 
All right, and so now in this parable, we've got the seed that falls on good soil. Hallelujah. And Jesus explained that this seed, when it falls on good soil, this represents the person who gets that word, who holds on to that word, who meditates that word. And now the word is bringing forth some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. Glory to God. Because they held on. First of all, they, they grabbed hold of the word. So it wasn't seed that fell by the wayside and the enemy was just able to come and take it away. They spent time with the word, let it create an image on the inside of them. So it went down deep. So when the sun came up, the sun didn't scorch it. No, the sun nourished it. These are the people who, as they let the word take root inside of them, even when the thorns tried to choke it out, Oh no, it was so deeply rooted in them because they continued to meditate on the word. They continued to stand on the word. They didn't get distracted by the cares of this world. They didn't get distracted by the deceitfulness of riches. They didn't get distracted by the things in this world. They gave value. They gave first place to God's word. Hallelujah. And so the thorns are not able to choke it out. And now... That seed has taken root, and the time has come that that seed is starting to bring forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold. And I submit to you that if you give the word 30-fold attention, you'll get 30-fold return. If you give the word 60-fold attention, you'll get 60-fold return. If you'll give the word 100-fold attention, you'll get 100-fold return. The question is, how bad do you want it? And how much do you want? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I'm so excited to share this with you because um, you are looking at someone who loves the word of God. Hallelujah. When people ask me, did you grow up in the church? I said, no, I grew up in the word. Glory to God. And so um, I just want to share something with you, present something to you. It's an ebook that I have written, and it just contains 12 of my favorite scriptures. Um, it's, it's just a very simple ebook. It just contains, you know, the scripture and then, boom, the cumulative revelation. And it's not a revelation that I got all at once, it's a revelation that came from day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, walking the word, seeing this word proven true in my life. And, and with it, it just developed such a joy in my heart for the word. I say that I have a love affair, a sweet love affair with the love of God, with the word of God, excuse me. I have a sweet love affair with the word of God. And it's my desire for you to have a sweet love affair with the word of God, because I want to see every word that God has spoken over your life come to pass in the name of Jesus. I want you to experience rich manifestations of his word in your life on a regular basis. Glory to God. And so in this book, I want you to understand that where it is, you know, just 12 scriptures and the, and the revelation that I've gotten from it, this book 
is not just a revelation, but in the name of Jesus, it is an impartation. He has anointed me with a love for the word. And through this rendering, through this ebook, I'm just speaking that everyone, everyone who, who reads it, everyone who interacts with it, everyone who, who spends time with it, will receive an impartation of a love for the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, why is this important? Very briefly, I'll explain. Because there was a time in my life that I didn't love the word of God. And this is after I had experienced the love. I'm, I mean, I am known for my love of the word. And a time came when I just didn't have it. And I'm going to tell you, I don't use this kind of terminology. I don't. But I'm going to say it this time because I believe it warrants it. It scared me to death. It scared me. I did not know what to do because it was no, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as simple as, okay, Catherine, just open your Bible and read. I did not want to read the Bible. It was so hard just to open the Bible. And it got that way. I mean, it's like if I had picked up my Bible, this one has a zipper, it's open, but it's as if someone had placed a lock on it and I couldn't open it for anything because I had gotten so far away from the word. And here's the scary part about it. It's not like I wasn't going to church. It's not like I wasn't listening to broadcasts. It wasn't like I wasn't listening to scriptures. But still, I got away from the word. Well, how did that happen? Well, I got lazy. Mm -hmm. I got lazy. It used to be that when I would watch broadcasts, I would have my Bible there. I would have my journal there. I would have my pen. I'd be taking notes. I was attentive. When they brought scriptures up, even if the scripture was on the screen, I would turn in my Bible to the scripture. I was all there. I was in it. But then the time came, okay, I'll just turn. I'm not going to take notes. And then the time came, okay, I'll just look at it on the screen. And then the time came, okay, I'll just close my eyes and listen to, look, and listen to them read it. And then it came to the time, okay, I'm not going to read my Bible today. I'm just going to watch this broadcast. Or I'm not going to read my Bible today. I'll just listen to this audio teaching. I got lazy. And it, I wasn't even giving 30-fold attention to the word. Because when the time came that I needed it, I felt like I had forgotten how to access it. I forgot. I mean, it, I, it, it, I couldn't even do that thing, open the Bible and give me a scripture, Lord. I felt like I had no access to the Bible, to the word. And it wasn't because God did anything. It wasn't because God took his word from me. But because without knowing it, my heart had grown cold and desensitized to the word of God. And I woke up one day. And all of a sudden realize that I don't know what's going to happen. Because you see, I live, I lived by the word. God would speak to me. The same thing I'm talking about. Did you get a word for 2021? Did you get a word for your particular situation? Well, God would give me a word 
for every aspect of my life. And I would walk in that word. I would pray over that word. I would water that word in meditation. I would spend time with that word and the word would manifest in my life. And I'm talking about for years out, for years out, for years out. But I woke up one day and it's like, I literally saw nothing. Why? Because no words had been spoken. Somewhere way back there, I stopped receiving the word from God. I stopped meditating the word from God. I stopped spending time with the word from God. Therefore, I did not have the word of God in my mouth for this particular situation. And now I'm here and I really have no idea how it's going to turn out because I had not spoken over it, because I had not received God's word for that situation, for it to come to pass. And I walked two or three years in limbo. And in this time, it's like, God, help me, please. And like I said, it's, it was not God holding himself back from me. But my heart had gotten so hard. So do you know what I had to do? I had to spend time in the scriptures, just building my faith to receive the word of God, building my faith to enjoy the word of God, building my faith to even want the word of God. And I praise God for his word. I praise God. I feel the anointing. Somebody's getting this. I feel the anointing. I thank God for his faithfulness. I thank God for his word. I thank God for Jeremiah 15, 16. Thy words were found and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Psalm 119, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hebrews 4:12 in the Amplified Classic. I like this a lot. For the word that God speaks, it is alive and full of power, making it active and operative and energizing and effective. And I just fed on those scriptures over and over and over again till my heart was sensitive to God's word, till my heart was opening to the working of God's word in my life. And then once I developed <laughs> a like for the word of God again, once my love for the word of God was restored and to the depths that I had fallen, it didn't come back overnight. It did not come back overnight, y'all. I'm telling y'all, I was scared. I had to spend some time in it. I had to believe for a love of the God, of God, um, excuse me, I had to believe for a love of the word like I would believe for debt freedom. I had to put some serious faith behind it. But God is faithful because it's back and it's stronger than it ever was. And it is my desire for you to love the word of God the way that God has blessed me to love the word of God. And there is an anointing of the love of the word of God on my life. And I want to impart that to you. So I would like to encourage you to get my ebook, just simple 12 scriptures with a cumulative revelation of what he has shown me and how it has become a stronghold in my life. So, um, you all be blessed. I'm speaking in the name of Jesus that you have a love affair with the love of God that is not rocked by anything in this world. 
that your love for the word goes deeper and deeper in the name of Jesus, that your love affair with the word is never shaken, it's never interrupted in the name of Jesus. And I speak that your love affair with the word keeps you and sustains you. Yes. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right. You all be blessed. Loving you with the love of the Lord. Shalom.